Welcome to episode 13 of season two of Armchair Donkeys. Today we welcome Bryce Hirschberg from the Netflix dating game show Too Hot to Handle to help us pick some games this week. We've been trading plays on Saturdays this season, so it's nice to finally get you on the show, Bryce. How have the Lions been treating you this year? Yeah, we've had some we've had some really good and some really bad football this year. But you know, so far so good. I remember talking LSU early, early. It's like the first bet of the year. Is LSU now? Look at what LSU is doing. LSU is like the, you know, the crown prince of, of um, the football season right now. So hey, who knows? Anything could happen. But hey, those USC Trojans look pretty good, though. I'll tell you. Yeah, the Trojans do look good. That was the LSU Florida State game. It was uh, beginning <laughs> of the year, and I had LSU and Jalen Daniels drove all the way back down to the goal line. And it looked like they had a chance to cover. And did he throw an interception in the end zone, or it was it? It was. I forgot how it ended. It didn't end in our favor, though. Yeah, no, we, we ended up lo- ended up losing that one. Uh, Bob, right. I think you fared okay on Saturday, but I know your Sunday uh, went a little sideways on you. Yeah, zero two in the NFL on Sunday, but Saturday was good. I, I money lined uh, SC, Oregon, and TCU. So, oh yeah, there you go. Three and zero, three and two on the weekend. But uh, NFL could have been better. I mean, the Giants got their dicks kicked in. I thought they would at least compete in that football game. Yeah, the Giants didn't uh, didn't show up on Sunday. Uh, on games that I picked on last week's show, uh, the last two shows I was five and one. Last week I was zero and three. Uh, turns out that the raging Cajun QB that I raved about uh, had a season-ending injury on practice in practice on Monday that they didn't announce until kickoff. Their backup quarterback was just terrible against Florida State, who easily covered that 24-point spread. In addition, uh, I'm done betting on the San Jose State Spartans. I've missed all four games that I've taken involving them this season. Uh, They have a ton of talent. Uh, Bob, I might have to send you back the Mountain West crown. It has not not done well in the Mountain West Conference uh, this year. Uh, That aside, I hammered USC and TCU in a money line two-team parlay, just like you did, Bob. I had them in that parlay with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I missed on the Steelers game, but I also had the Steelers in a teaser uh, with San Diego and San Francisco as well. So I closed out pretty big uh, on Monday. Overall, a pretty good weekend. And ironically, I'm heading into the last week of college football season dead even uh, which I think a lot of people would consider a win. And that includes the $3,000 loss that I'm going to take on our buffs uh, over three and a half wins, uh, which we're only going to have one win on the season would be nice. would be just lovely if uh, that, that Deion Sanders uh, hail Mary came through for us <laughs> next season in Colorado, but uh, it'd be interesting to see if it does or not. All right, guys, let's dive into it. Bryce, why don't you kick things off in Fort Worth with the, where the Iowa State Cyclones are getting 10 points at TCU. The over-under in this game is 47 and a half. If I, if I had a – I'm on my boat right now. If I had a house, I'd bet on TCU. <laughs> you have you have a You have a – Team, I think they're five or they're four. I think they're in the playoff. They're either, yeah, they're they four. Are, yeah. They can, they're yeah, four yeah. LSU's five, which is wild. But anyways, SG should be five at least. At least, but you have an undefeated guy, undefeated team. Of course, they had a close call last week. Whatever, undefeated team at home against a you know eleven and zero or whatever they are, eleven and zero against a four and seven Iowa State. I mean, it's sure it's, you know, anything could happen, but 10 points is way too little. I, I checked the spread again this, again this morning. I was checking it out all week. I'm like, 10 points. 
Gosh, I think it's a blowout. I think it's easy. I wouldn't. I want to touch the over under because I don't know if they're pulling people at halftime. That's how much of a blowout I think it's going to be. Bob, any thoughts on this one? <clears throat> yeah, you know I'm a big TCU fan. Uh, I wish they would have played a little bit better last week, last weekend. But um, you know, I think they're. I like what Bryce is saying for one reason: they're in control of their own destiny. Right. They, you know, they're they're driving this thing, and if they keep winning, they're going to be in the playoff. They deserve to be in the playoff. Um, so gosh, the only thing that scares me about this is they don't decide to start playing until the fourth quarter usually, um, and, and really start putting things together. So that's the only thing that scares me about the spread, but, um, I would like to think that this, this team understands where they are. Don't let an Iowa state team hang around, kind of get out early and step on their throats. So I, I, I'm leaning towards giving up the points and, and, and taking TCU in this. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm scared of that 10 point spread just for, for two reasons. One, Quentin Johnston still dealing with that high ankle injury. Um, he, he didn't finish the game last weekend and Iowa, Iowa state has a pretty stout defense. Uh, that said, I do think TCU wins. They do control their own destiny, destiny. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of risk off the board and I'm going to take them in, in a money line and, and throw that into a parlay with something else that I love this weekend. Let's go to the Coliseum, Bob, where Notre Dame is a five-and-a-half-point underdog at SC. The over-under in this game is 64-and-a-half. Yeah, I'm going to go back to what I said about TCU. USC controls their destiny. I think if they uh, they win out, they win the Pac-12 championship, they're, they're in the playoff. Um, so that being said, <clears throat> Notre Dame, you know, beat Clemson. They, they have some, some solid wins, but they also have some very unimpressive losses. Um, and I just don't know if they can. I, I, I think I'll, I'm going to ultimately I'm going to take USC and give up the points in this one because it's at the Coliseum. Just because I don't think Notre Dame can score enough points to keep up with what USC can do offensively. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good game, but I think once it comes down the stretch, gets in the fourth quarter, USC will pull away and, and easily win this one by more than five and a half. Bryce. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty on board with you there on that one. Um, obviously Notre Dame. Had a lot of hope going in the season. It had a really bad start. <clears throat> had played really well since then, but uh, they haven't really done anything. I mean, they lost to Stanford. You know, and Stanford's uh, you know up and down to say the least. Uh, USC, yeah, they'll, they'll play. I mean, I think they're looking ahead to Oregon. I think that <clears throat> I think they're going to take. It's tough. I never personally. I'm a I'm a USC guy. I never like to bet on my teams. I don't bet on my Chargers. I don't bet on my Trojans. I don't bet on my Lakers, even though maybe I'll turn the Lakers fortune if I start betting on them. But start, um, betting, start betting against them. I should start betting against <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But, you know, I like I like the points. I think Caleb Williams is going to – if you're talking futures, if you took Caleb Williams to win the Heisman beforehand, you're winning. He's going to win the Heisman regardless. I think it's yeah. not even close at this point. He, he wants to win the Heisman. They want to get into the playoff. I mean, they're watching that TCU game just like we're watching that TCU game. But I think they're going to win this thing, and I think they'll cover. Yeah, so I, I I took the SC TCU money line parlay last weekend with the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night. I took that San Francisco money, 49er uh, Monday, light, Monday night money line parlay with the TCU and USC parlay on the back end. Uh, this re- this weekend as well, Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams have too much offense for this Notre Dame defense, and I don't think the Irish have enough offense to keep up. Uh, we're still waiting on the return of, of SC linebacker Eric Gentry, Gentry, who suited up last weekend against UCLA but did not play in that game. 
if he's good to go, uh, he's a huge difference maker for the USC defense. And if he plays, I think that they win by two touchdowns. All right, guys, uh, let's go to Corvallis, where Oregon State is getting three points at home against Oregon. The over-under in this game is 58. So Oregon State is surprisingly good on defense. They gave both USC and Washington all they could handle. Uh, give me the Beavs plus three at home in this rivalry against a banged-up Bo Nix. Bob, you got any thoughts here? Yeah, you know, I think that's a pretty good call. Um, with, with Bo Nix not being completely healthy, if he was completely healthy, I think I'd go the other way. But him kind of being on the fence with if he's going to be 100% or what he's going to be capable of doing, um, I just – Again, I mean, Oregon, I know they have a good record, but it hasn't been overly consistent to, to get there. So a, a rivalry game, the Beavs at home, you know, they got the awful side of the stadium that nobody can sit on. It's a weird environment right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I like I like taking the points and, and the Beavs. Bryce? Yeah, I'm with you there. I like the Beavs. Uh, the closest – I mean, besides USC losing to Utah by two or in the, in the two-point conversion, watching that Oregon State game, that was stressful. <clears throat> that was the best defense I think we played. So yeah. they they killed Caleb. They came back, and then they – well, they lost. But then you know, they lost to yeah, Utah, I think, the next week, which is a bummer, but they're probably pretty spent. But then I really like Washington, which we'll get to in a little bit. They lost to Washington. That's a lot. That's three real good teams. And, yeah, Bonix. I mean, I think that – I think that – yeah, I think it's pretty easy, actually. And then so then you're thinking about who who's going to play for the Pac-12 North. And it's going to be pretty exciting there. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, that throw that Caleb Williams, speaking of, of Heisman quality throws, the throw that he made to kind of just split the cover two to Jordan Addison for that game winning touchdown. Yeah, was a throw that I don't think many kids in college ever uh, no. can make no. that throw. All right, Bryce, take us to Pullman, where the Huskies are a two-point favorite on the road against Washington State. The over-under in this game is 60-and-a-half. Yeah, Washington State's a good team. They're at home. It's a rivalry game. But at this point, it's a pick em. <clears throat> And I'm picking the team with a better record and bit more impressive victories. And they've Now, because Washington State, they've lost to four really good teams, right? It, but, you know, Washington's lost to two really good teams. They're both good. It is a pick em. Minus two is basically, you know, who's good. It's not going to be a two-point game. I'll tell you that. Probably not. Unless it comes down to a last-second field, you better knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, I, got, hey, I got plenty of wood around me on this phone. Knock on wood, no last-second field goal. Unless it's an overtime. I'm, over, I'm rooting for overtime or a blowout at this point. So, yeah, no safeties either, unless it's a good side. But I think I'm pretty confident in it. When you're the – home, the home field advantage, you don't have to travel too far. Pullman – I mean, Pullman's in the middle of nowhere. But, you know – it's Washington. They play each other a lot. I think Washington is a better team than Washington State. And to pick them, I looked again, I'll check the line again this morning, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'll take that. Bob? Yeah, I agree. Listen, I, I, was, I was in Seattle last Saturday on the sideline to watch Washington just destroy our buffs. A um, <laughs> couple, couple things I took away from that. Michael Penix Jr. is the real deal. He, he's got a good chance to be in New York. Um, for that ceremony, in my opinion. Um, I think he still, I don't know if he leads the country in passing anymore because they didn't really have to throw it a whole lot against CU last week, but um, they are a good football team. They are big, they're physical, 
They got guys on the outside that can that can stretch the field. And I just I'm surprised by this line. I know it's a rivalry game. I get it that it's in Pullman. But, um, you know, with the way the Pac-12 is shaping up this year, you know, I don't think it's north and south anymore. Right. Isn't it just yeah, the top it's, it's two kind of teams? Bounced right. it, it, yeah, that's but right. I think it's just it the top, just top two. Teams, it doesn't yeah. matter where you come from. That's right. Yeah, um, I think Washington's the second best team in the conference behind behind USC. Um, and it's all because of the guy that, that's pulling the trigger. He's a real deal. They just extended their head coach, who's in his first year. I think they'll go up there and, and win this game easily. Well, if Oregon State beats Oregon and Washington wins this game, then it'll be Washington, Washington. against against USC yeah. in the Pac-12 yeah. championship. So here's right. my thoughts on this game. This may be the toughest place to play in the Pac-12. It's a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. It's a rivalry oh, game. It's going to be 35 degrees. My gut says Washington wins by a touchdown, but I'm not touching this game because all the elements favor Washington State here. All right, guys, uh, let's get to some action uh, where (laughs) Kent State is getting four points at Buffalo. The over-under in this game is 53. Bryce, I know what you're thinking. Why the hell are we talking about a matching game? We have all these good games this weekend because the, uh, the premise of the show is to try and beat the sports book. I think there's an advantage in this game. Uh, this is a free money game for me, but you're going to need to download the ESPN Plus app and tune in to the pregame show to find out if Kent State's quarterback, Colin Schley, is playing. Uh, last week against Eastern Michigan, Kent State was winning 17-3 to at the end of the first half when Schley scrambled for a first down. He hit his head on the turf. He didn't return uh, in that game and they ended up losing 31 to 24. The Kent state backup quarterback had something like 62 yards of offense and a 36% completion percentage. Um, that said, tune in to ESPN plus about 10 minutes before kick to watch the pregame. If Schley is playing, take Kent state in the points. If he isn't playing, I'm throwing rent money on Buffalo because his backup is inept. Buffalo has a scrappy defense. They're playing for bowl eligibility, and Kent State is already out of bowl contention. Bob, you spent some time in the MAC at Miami, Ohio. You probably yeah. don't. You probably don't have any thoughts on this game, do you? I don't even have ESPN. I don't even have ESPN Plus. So, um, are you gonna are you gonna take that Mountain West crown and move it to the the MAC crown for you, after you this know year? What? If, uh, I got I got hammered in the Mountain West this year, so I kind of bailed on the Mountain West, and I've been doing pretty well in the MAC. Um, okay, well, <clears throat> I don't know a damn thing about either of these teams, so um, I'm going to let you text me after you're watching ESPN Plus before the game and let me know who's starting a quarterback, and then and, I'll go and, off of that. And you're going to throw money on? You're going to you're going to trust me on this one? I don't know. I, probably not because I trusted you on San Jose State three times, and it <laughs> hasn't worked out. So. <laughs> That's true. Bryce, you got any thoughts on this game? Yeah, it's Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> it's Buffalo. But but it's Buffalo. Every win they've had, they've killed everybody, and every loss is pretty close. And yeah. it's uh, Khalil Mack, then my charger. Let's go, Buffalo. All right, baby. Uh, let's get into the NFL then. Take us to Cleveland, Bryce, where the Bucks are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Browns. The over-under is 43. Another really surprising line. Deshaun Watson coming back, not this game, but next game, I guess, maybe. Honestly, I kind of want – if I, I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks three and a half. I think they win by more than a field goal. That's the way I see it. I know they're on the road. I mean, that's it's kind of odd there. It's almost like a 
they're saying they're going to give him the home field three points and it's a half point favorite. I mean, it, Brady's been playing crazy since the divorce, right? He's been, they're running like crazy. I mean, I have White on my fantasy team. I have Godwin on my fantasy team. I have Otten on my fantasy team. I don't play Otten very much anymore. I should. But I, I mean, I'm looking at this team. Brady's, he's feeling it. I know Jacoby Brissett's going to be playing for his job. Um, I know it's a home game. It's a 1 p.m. It's, uns- I think it's, yeah, it's 1 p.m. on Sunday, I think. But um, it's, you know, I think it's an easy one. I think the Bucks are, this is the time. They're always, I think when they won the Super Bowl, they were like five and five at the bye or something crazy like that. So I never count Tom Brady out as much as, you know, he's killed my teams in the past. I think this is a very easy spread for the Bucks to cover. Bob? Yeah, I agree. I think they're getting good at the right time. Um, you know, just coming down this home stretch after Thanksgiving, getting into December, a playoff run. Um, Brady will get these guys going. I, I agree with Bryce. I think they'll, they're set up to, to, to win this game um, and, and give up those points. <clears throat> I'm, with, I'm with you guys. Bucks need a win to get above 500. They're coming off a bye week and their best game of the season out there in London. Give me Tampa Bay, minus 165 on the money line. This could be a good three-team parlay. Tampa Bay, TCU, USC. I like that uh, all right, let's, uh, let's go to Detroit, Bob, where the Bills are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Lions. The over-under in this game is 54-and-a-half. First off, I love the over. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, obviously, the Lions can't play defense. The Bills are good. On offense, the Lions are good on offense. So I think the over is a pretty good bet. And I also like taking the Lions and the points. Um, you know, they're on a three-game win streak. Buffalo has shown some weaknesses. Um, and I just – I think it all it's all going to come down to does Jared Goff play well or does Jared Goff not play well. And I just think he's in a pretty good rhythm right now. I think Dan Campbell has that team in a good rhythm. So, you know, and it's a home dog in the NFL by more than a touchdown on Thanksgiving – you know, all the things, the Lions, and I just, I don't even, I don't know. Did Buffalo stay there? Did they go back? Did they come back to Detroit? I don't know what their, what their travel schedule has been like. So um, over for sure, but I, I, I really do like the Lions and those nine and a half points at home. Bryce? Yeah, that's it. That, I looked at this game. Obviously, it's at the top of the schedule. Um, yeah, back-to-back quote unquote home games for the bills going in, in Detroit saying in Detroit, I think they, tr- they, they tried to go back home or they, maybe they did. And then they come back. I don't know if, why would they want to just stay out there? Um, again, back to the fantasy. I've watched a lot of Buffalo because I got Josh Allen as my QB and Gabe Davis as one of my receivers. And they've been disappointing me a little bit. They're not the same Buffalo team that we've seen in the beginning of the year, but you're totally right. They, the Lions don't have a defense at all, but the Lions were beating teams. And they have a home game. It's indoors. Obviously, I don't have to worry about the conditions. I saw that over. I'm thinking I'm hitting the over like crazy. And it, But if you're getting the over, you're taking the Lions, right? Because yep. if you're scoring points, it, and that's like the easiest single game two uh, part two team parlay or two you know two bet parlay yep. because you're thinking you're taking the over and you're taking the Lions or you're or you're probably taking the under and it's gonna be a blowout. So I don't see that happening. I think Buffalo's defense is way worse. Or, or they or they let up a lot of points. I think it's gonna be a lot of junk if it is a blowout. You know, it would be like that uh, Browns game last week where it's like, oh yeah, you're up by three touchdowns, be win by one. You know, so mm-hmm. I think I'm with you. I think that it's a. I think that's exactly what it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be an uh, over on the points, and it's gonna be a close game. Is is uh, 
Josh Allen dealing with some kind of a nagging injury his elbow, his elbow got tweaked. Um, he's off the injury report as of this morning. So he's fine. He just, he's making some bad decisions and you know, they're, they got rid of Zach Moss at running back. So they're put, working in Naheem Hines and their defense is banged up, you know, so he's got to, he's got to have to play better. He knows he's gonna have to play better. He, you know, it's like the opposite of Zach Wilson where Zach Wilson's like, it's not my fault. You know, yeah. <laughs> Josh Allen's like, it's my bad. Even though we're winning, I can play better. Well, Bob, you're a quarterback. Uh, that elbow is pretty important and spitting that thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and they haven't really disclosed a lot of what truly it is. They just keep saying, you know, it's, it's an elbow, it's an arm injuries, but, um, I mean, I don't think it's really affecting him. He's out there. He's still slinging it the same way he does. He's just not making the best decisions, like Bryce said. Yeah. Well, Detroit has had the hot hand. Bills have dropped two of the last three. Uh, nobody wants a blowout on Thanksgiving. Let's buy the hook. Take this thing, the Lions plus 10, at home to kick off Turkey Day. All right, guys, I'm going to take us to Minnesota, where the Pats are getting two and a half points in Minneapolis. The over-under in this game is 42 and a half. You know, one would think that the Vikings would get back on track this week after getting the break speed off them last weekend, but I think they were exposed a little bit in that game. Uh, they were torched on the ground by the Cowboys and couldn't get anything going offensively against an aggressive Cowboys defense. That's not the kind of game that you want to put on film before you go up against Bill Belichick. Uh, I think the Pats will have similar success in the run game and on defense. I got to take the points in this game. Give me the Pats plus two and a half. Bob, you got any thoughts here? Well, the Vikings horribly let me down against the Cowboys, but I am on the, I'm in the belief that they will bounce back. Um, I still think they're really good. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook's a player, Justin Jefferson's a player. They got so many weapons, you know, right? You just, it's that silly statement, right? Any given Sunday. And I'm not saying the Cowboys aren't good. But the Cowboys had a great game plan. The Vikings did not have a great game plan. And it just it just got completely out of control. Um, I know I agree with you in regards to Belichick will use that film and have something ready. But I just think the Vikings have too much pride at home. They will bounce back and, and they will cover this this spread. Bryce. This is a tough game. I Again, I looked at the spread and I thought, oh, for sure, it's Vikings. But then I looked at the time. You know what I mean? Time of day. And you're going to get primetime Kirk Cousins. And if you know anything about Kirk Cousins, when the when the bright lights are on, he plays real poorly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I think back to last week and I'm thinking, man, he looked real bad. And I know this because my buddy had him in fantasy. I think he got two points, two or four, four, two or four points. I think he got two points. Jefferson got four. But I mean, Belichick, you're, you're great point. Belichick get, getting that tape. This is how we guard Jefferson. This is how we bring the pressure to Kirk with the lights on. I know they're at home, but their two worst losses were prime time and then last last night or we'll let, you know or on Sunday. Except for the, the only problem is Patriots can't score at all. Mm -hmm. So you know, I think it's under. You know, I think it's the under. I'll take the under in that game. Um, almost certainly got. I think it's a 40, is it 42, 44, 40, something like that? 42 and a half, 42 and a half. Yeah. I take that. I take that under, you know, cause it may be, I mean, how much better is the, are the jets defense and the Vikings defense, right? They only got three and a putt return. And then, um, you know, Kirk under the bright lights is tough. He's a tough person to put your money on. I personally, if I'm betting this game, I'm betting the under, but the points scare me. Yeah. I, I think that, um, 
You know, Bob, I know you love to compare the quarterbacks in these games. And if you're just strictly comparing the quarterbacks, uh, Vikings minus two and a half at home sounds good. I mean, aside from that game that Cousins had last weekend, he's played pretty well this year. Uh, but man, Belichick just has a way of finding, or figuring out how to win games ugly. And something just tells me the Pats are going to, the, we're going to wake up on uh, on Friday morning and the Vikings are going to be uh, eight and three. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, well, that's all the time we have for you today. Thanks to all you listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a solid and hit that YouTube subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes. And follow us on Instagram at Armchair Donkeys to catch Bob's plays in real time. Uh, if you want to catch my, my plays, I'm, I'm putting them out there on the Action Sports Betting app. You can follow us there. Uh, Bryce, thanks for joining us on the show today. We got the big uh, USC versus Notre Dame watch party on Saturday at the Vic if you're in town. Hell yeah. And you want to come by, we can, uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw down a, a comp bottle for you for coming on the show today. Deal. Let's do that. <laughs> All right, baby. Good All luck right, this weekend, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, boys. See you guys. Boys.